Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Radio Row, which is in the heart of DTLA. That's downtown LA. We are right next to the building formerly known as the Staples Center, now known as the Crypto.com Arena. Appropriate that it's the crypt because the Lakers are dead. Dead. We'll get to that upcoming in the show. Uh, but we have an amazing guest list. Um, Cam Jordan is waiting. He's going to hop on with us here in about five minutes. Jaws, Ron Jaworski is going to join us. We'll have him break down the two quarterbacks uh, in this big game. Max with two X's. Crosby is going to join us. How in the heck did they make the playoffs? Forget about beating our Chargers, okay? By R, I mean producer Jason Stewart, my Charger. Forget about that. How, how, did, they, how did they do that? I'm going to ask Mad Max Crosby. Uh, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders will join us next hour. Yeah, I'll ask him. We'll get into some Jackson State conversation. Why not? Ryan Leaf, of course, will join us. Speaking of our Chargers, Micah Parsons is going to join us. I have been told that I am going to subject myself to a spicy pizza lover's challenge. I'm in. Um, the greatest quarterback that God ever created, Justin Herbert, will join us at the top of the West Coast 2 o'clock, East Coast 5 o'clock hour. Alexander Madison supposed to stop by and Anthony Anderson is going to join us, which Anthony Anderson has that famous meme of him crying on his pillow. You've, you've seen that, right? That is synonymous with Laker fans and maybe Sixer fans. I don't know. Brooklyn Net fans. We'll see. we got a lot to get to. Football is on tap. Cam Jordan a second. First, though, trade deadline. Uh, still upon us. has not come and gone just yet in terms of all the deals that have been done. There are some other deals that we can get to. But the big one is, stop me if you heard this before, James Harden wanted to be traded, and James Harden was traded. James Harden is now a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. What, pray tell, to the Brooklyn Nets get back in return for James Harden? Dan Byer. Doug, the 76ers are getting Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. Seth Curry, mm-hmm. Andre Drummond in two first-round picks. The first first-round pick is unprotected in 2022 Ooh. and protected in 2027. Okay, 2022 doesn't really matter in terms of being unprotected because they're not going to be a Correct. lottery team. Yep. Okay, um, but uh, those those feel like feel like those will be, or at least one will be moved as the Brooklyn Nets, who felt like they were dead as a doornail. Going back to a week ago or even a couple of days ago, now all of a sudden have new life. You have, to, you have to couple in the fact that most people believe it has not come to fruition. Most people believe that the vaccine um, mandates will go away in Brooklyn in the coming weeks, maybe coming months. And that would allow Kyrie Irving to play home games as well as road games. Kevin Durant would be expected to return sometime after the All-Star break. You add in Ben Simmons, we don't know what kind of shape he's in. Forget about whether or not he's learned to shoot the basketball or he's still still going to work on his mental health. And then you get Andre Drummond, who gives them some rim protection, a backup big, who's formerly a starting caliber, a top-level big guy. 
First, find someone who loves you as much as Daryl Morey loves <laughs> James Harden, right? Because it worked out so good the last time when they almost, almost one time beat the Golden State Warriors. Um, I, I mean, I guess I get it if you're Philly, but they throwing in Seth Curry, I don't get because now the court sort of shrinks. I don't think Philly is I think Philly is probably slightly better because of it, but are they good enough to win the Eastern Conference? My answer is no. You don't have the shooting. You should have you do have protections against James Harden's inability to even try defensively because you have Joel Embiid, because you have Matisse Thybulle. Like, those are two outstanding defenders. Tobias Harris is an excellent player. Like, look, that's still a good starting line. But is that the type of lineup that can beat the Bucks who we saw dominate the Lakers a couple nights ago? No. Is that the type of starting lineup that can beat the Nets if they're uh, fully healthy? The, my answer is no. And for the Brooklyn Nets and for a guy like Sean Marks, I, I talk about making the best of a bad situation. You can be as down on Ben Simmons as you want, but the space that Kevin Durant uh, is going to give you, the space that Seth Curry is going to give you, that Kyrie Irving is going to give you, and what that team needs, he's basically the polar opposite of James Harden. Right? James Harden's a great offensive player and probably a better passer than Ben Simmons, who's a good passer but a non-competitor, non-entity defensively, and not really a rebounder. Ben Simmons gives you everything, and then the only question is, can he overcome the, the shooting yips or the layup yips to where he can be a viable threat with the basketball? Outside of that, I, I, I don't love Ben Simmons, the dude, or how he's handled it, or the fact he doesn't shoot, but I like the trade for the Brooklyn Nets a great deal. I like the trade a great deal. I don't hate to say I told you so. I did tell you so about the Lakers. They appear to be sick with Russell Westbrook or or not. We'll keep it tuned right here to Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's turn. Let's uh, plant, pivot, turn to football. This is Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's an all-pro. He's a pro bowler. He's also, um, during the break leading up to the show, I think he's a beatbox champion. I had no idea. <laughs> There's a lot of football stuff I want to get into with uh, Cam Jordan. He joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show. But let, let's start with this. Did you have any idea Sean Payton was going to step away from coaching your team? Uh, I would like to say no and not at all. But, you know, when you think about Sean Payton, we think about uh, everything he's done for the city of New Orleans. When we think about what he's done for the Saints. Man, to give up not even 15 years, but 16 seasons uh, of your life to be dedicated to one organization, one team. And if you're part of the New Orleans Saints, you're part of New Orleans, the city. Uh, and so everything that he's done, he's had so much respect in the city. Everything he's done, he's done in such a high class. Um, what brought, brought the city his first Super Bowl. So I've got nothing but respect for, for SP and all that he's done for the city. Selfishly, yeah, blindsided, mm -hmm. you know? Like, like were you, where, where, where were you when you found out? L.A., I think. I think I was here. And it was was it somebody hitting you on text or did you just find out social I think, media? I literally was supposed to do, like, some, some actual, like, media or something like that. Yeah. And then this this hits, and I, I get text messages. Hey, do you have any comment on? I said, and guess what I'm not doing today? <laughs> Won't be doing media. And what we're going to do is throttle this down. Um, so I said, I went from, you know, shooting a little a quick little commercial um, to supposedly doing the media to uh, I'm not doing media today. Uh, okay, so Dennis Allen is your defensive coordinator. Get, no now, doubt. Now gets, gets elevated. And, As expected. And so how good a fit do you think that is? 
I think I think it's a solid fit. I think there was one or two choices we could have gone. You know, after after hearing what we could have done. Oh yeah, go ahead, swipe that for me too. I like I like the black one, the black. Um, <laughs> but everything that uh, you know Dennis Allen has provided for our team is has been great for our defense. I might have thought we you know I heard that they were going to interview Aaron Glenn, and I said, oh, that's a solid one too. Yes. Um, just because they're in the wheelhouse, they know exactly what makes the ship sail in terms of what, what we've been able to accomplish in the, in the building. Um, but I think if you go DA, I don't think that's the wrong choice. I think that's a great choice for us. Well, obviously, it was a hard year. When you're, when you're cycling through like three or four quarterbacks, mm-hmm. that usually does not result. Four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does, does not result in a it great. Doesn't, it doesn't normally result in a winning season, and yet we're sitting at that, nine and eight. That is really, really, really remarkable. And then you look at the fact that we have no idea who's going to be quarterback for the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Panthers still haven't figured it out. Mm-hmm. Falcons still haven't figured it out. How hard do you think it is to get back to the level that you guys had previously been at? I, put, I mean, to just put it in perspective of how hard it is to not have a quarterback and still come out with a winning season, yes. I mean, Mike Evans pre-Tom Brady had never seen the playoffs. Tom Brady comes in, Super Bowl champion. Right. So as much as I say defense wins championships, we can win a lot of games. We can do a lot of things, you know. Peyton Manning at Denver Broncos had an amazing defense when they won a Super Bowl. Defense can win championships, but you need a quarterback. Are you? Did you guys actively recruit, like as players now? Because I'm openly recruiting. I yes. feel like this is common knowledge as I walk into media row. I'm like, hey, how you doing? You, you play quarterback? Come try out. Hey, actually, you got you can stay over there where you are. I'm looking for. I'm not looking for you know lower to mid. I'm looking for an upper mid to elite quarterback. I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave you throughout them names. Okay, no, I James I, Winston. I, I I I know. So what? What about James? Right? Like he finally seemed to figure it out. Then he then got he get, hurt. Then right? He gets hurt, and we still end up winning that game um, against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Uh, I think that you know as James gets healthy, and I think he is healthy at this point. I think I think I saw some videos of him dropping back, throwing some balls. When um, you you know when he was playing for us, he was playing so well. He was playing at such a high level. So if you get him back. I think that puts us in, in that playoff to Super Bowl category. If not, then we have to, you know, if he decides to sign somewhere else, which I hope, you know, I hope he does reside with us, then we have to go look somewhere else. And if we're going to look, might as well shoot for the stars here. Yeah, and there's some some stars that could very well be available, uh, two of which are under contract, one in Seattle, one, 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 one in Green Bay. Like, like three under contract, right? I mean... Who's, who's the third one that I'm not thinking of that could possibly... You, oh, well, there's, there's one... There's maybe four, a fourth. Maybe a fourth. I'm just simply saying, if you if you if, say the names... Let me, let, me just, let me just ask the question. One, it, one would be white, blue, red. One could be a black and purple. Yes. Like, yes. Just, okay, so it is interesting in, 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 in a warmer climate that is desert climate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a quarterback mm-hmm. unfollowed his team on Twitter that, that's and crazy, Instagram. That's crazy. Right, right, right. Now, look, I'm not big on normally, like, well, they unfollowed... Okay. But that is weird to unfollow your team. Sometimes you just got to go social, like, or do a social cleanse. Maybe that's what that is. I wasn't even looking that way. But, you know, I did see him at the Pro Bowl. And maybe, you know, I'm going I'm to plant seeds where I can. What was the Pro Bowl like? Because it, it, at, I, it was at some a blast. point was fun. It was a blast. Everybody, you know, I, I saw some social media reactions. Like, you just can't keep going on. Also, I'm rushing with some of the best D lineman in the game, and we're not supposed to run games. But I'm running games with you know I'm I'm playing the three technique to a Brian Burns on the outside. I'm playing outside, and I've got you know uh, uh, Javon Hargraves uh, inside. I'm having a, a vi- so, big. So what do you do when you, when you get home? You just you just two hand touch them so you don't hit somebody, but you're still kind of. Look, I'm I'm rushing regardless. Now, when if I get home, we could have we could have had a different story because I'm definitely there to hit somebody in the backfield. 
Now, outside the backfield, no, we're, I'll let the linebackers do their thing. I f- feel like I even in that game I even dropped once, and I was like, this ain't for me. How was, how was Vegas as opposed to other cities that you played the Pro Bowl in? Vegas is Vegas. Yes. Hey, Vegas is Vegas. <laughs> to be in Vegas from Monday to, or to, from Tuesday to Sunday, it's a long time and to be in Vegas. It is a long time. It, I don't, Three, it's it's, it's kind of like golf, right? You get to the 14th hole, you're like, okay, I got it, I'm good. I'm only good for nine. Yeah, it, I try and tell people early. You're like, hey, Cam, you golf? I don't. Yes, yes, I will. So, so Vegas ADD lasts how many days? How many days do three. you have? Three, seventy-two. Like everybody knows, it's seventy-two hours. Yes. Vegas, yes, Friday to Sunday, and I'm I'm probably not making it like mid to midday Sunday. It's like fly in Thursday, make till Sunday ish. Did you guys know about the Alvin Kamara thing? Um, we learned of it as everybody else did. You and didn't know before the because apparently people knew before the game, and they're hmm. like, eh. You know, look, you, you didn't know the severity of anything. Sure. Um, and I'm still over here gathering notes because, I mean, we've got a police report, but I'm like, give me something more than this This red where now I'm reading opinions. Give me give me facts. Right. Give me the video. Give me something else. When I'm able to see and make my own opinion, then I'll actually have a stance. Because right now, I'm like, my guy AK is all the way innocent until proven anything otherwise because I know exactly what type of person he is. I know how, how great he is to the city of New Orleans. I know how great of a person he has been. Um, and I've seen him in situations where he has been agitated and still do everything the right way. So I would like to see more. Um, the the playoffs were amazing. I mean, really amazing. And No, they weren't. They weren't that impressive. Why? Because you weren't in them? Yeah, exactly. Because black and gold wasn't in them. I, I, I understand, but they were still pretty incredible I mean, games. previous years, I've seen I've seen teams have losing records and be in the, in the playoffs. Okay, I, I've I, got a winning record. I'm out of the playoffs. I, under, I Simply understand. because the Niners kick beat the, the Rams. The Rams I, trick off a, a game that they're supposed to win. But there's so many things I want to get <sighs> to with you, though, because Fine. you know this game at such a higher level, okay? How do you lose a game, or how do you give up three points when you're kicking off with 13 seconds to go? How does that happen? How? I mean, I'm asking you. No, I'm, look, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. How does, how, do you, how, does a, how does a quarterback of a franchise, you know, not run up and give the ball to a quarterback, or to the referee, instead of trying to down it himself. The worst part about that one with the Cowboys was they afterwards are like, yeah, we practiced that play. We practiced this whole thing. Once we practiced it, everybody knows. Like, execution. But you hand it to the ref. Execution. But they were acting like, no, this is not how we do it. It was a big moment. Sometimes sometimes you can have human error. You, you know if you can have human error. You know how many referees. In fact, we won't talk about referees. We're just going to leave that alone because I know a fine would be coming for no reason. Um... You know, there's there's going to be human error in the game. He's trying to get the right play, and things happen. But at the same time, it comes down to execution. Okay, you have those games. Um, the last you, couple games we've been watching they have were been great. Amazing. The last, what, two minutes of, of the, the last, like, six games have been the defining moments. I mean, like, look, you even go back to the Chargers-Raiders game. Like, that was crazy, right? That was that, that was that was nuts. Um, what do you think happened to Pat Mahomes? Like, Mahomes has been incredible, and in those situations he's right. been incredible. But the pass at the end of the first half was the wrong read, was the wrong play considering time and score, right? right. And then the first play of the second half, uh, offensively, he throws the interception. But he, was just, he just looked different, a little rattled, a little off. And that was a game that every NFL guy I talked to is like, I don't know how Chris Jones doesn't have three or four sacks. There's no way they can block him. And I don't know how they stopped the Kansas City Chiefs. They did both. They blocked, and they were able to slow down the Kansas City Chiefs, holding them three points in the second half. How'd that happen? Man, I mean, did, I said, did you see the, the, the rush on there? Like, did you see – I mean, Joe Burrow was out there bouncing off turf. But Joe Burrow is also is, is either resilient enough or young enough where he's not feeling any of it. He's, he, he's earned Joe Cool for me. I'm like, look, this dude is under pressure and under duress at a high level and out here making these great throws, just Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Um, but, I mean, that pass rush has been great. I mean, you talk about my guy Trey Hendrickson from, you know, 
previous years being with the Saints, now they're thriving with, with the Bengals. has been amazing to see. You talk about Sam Hubbard. You talk about DJ Reader. I mean, these guys are going off at the, wrong, at the right time. Von Bell with the, with the clutch interception at the end. I mean, love to see it. And at the same time, we talk about Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's, he's getting rushed differently. I mean, it just is what it is. Like his offensive line, you could say, is looking was looking like the Cincinnati offensive line. Yeah, and then uh, and then the Rams take down the Niners, come from behind against the Niners. That was an unbelievable football game as well. well what about you? Look, you you have a lot of things going a lot of things going on, right? You have your charity that, that I want to talk about in a, in a second. Um, obviously, you have a huge future outside of football when you're done playing football kind of gone through the gamut here with with new orleans with the quarterbacks now coaching change what's your energy like in terms of what you do currently like how energized are you for for next year man i'm super excited again i'm 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 a part of a defense that has become an elite defense i mean i've gone from being in my tenure at, at the saints i've had an historically bad defense right bad. you guys were where the Worst where the bengals were two ever. years ago you guys were but they stripped right. you guys down obviously with with the with uh with the uh, bounty gate right right and we historically worse yeah. ever, and then you know we've we fought our way, clawed our way to where we are now. We talk about we leaders beside myself. Talk about David Onyemata. You talk about Demario Davis. You talk about Malcolm Jenkins, Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams. Um, everything that you've seen from this defense has happened in the last couple of years, and it's the same mindset of focus. We're gonna stop the hell out this run and make them one dimensional. And when we do that. Albeit we can do it to every team, apparently, except for Philadelphia for the last two years. We, we average teams under three yards a, a carry. Um, you do an incredible amount of community service, like a ridiculous. I don't know amount. about an incredible amount. I, 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 give up my, I give up the morning of my Tuesdays to do whatever I can for my city. Though, right? Absolutely. But, I mean, I'm going in there to work out. I'm going in there to break, break down film. How can I not give back? And it started off super, super early. I mean, at first it was trying to figure out what city I was in. You know, you figure it's New Orleans, but what else can I do? It's going to, you know, Thibodeau's. It's going to uh, Chalmette. It's going to the east. It's going across the way to Slidell. It's going to, you know, as far as Eugene out in, out in Louisiana. Shout out um, to, to the whole Raging Cajun Nation. But it's seeing exactly where you're a part of and what's afflicting your, your community surra- surrounding you. Um, and it comes just from the, the pure energy I was given when I first got drafted there. I mean, I was drafted 2011 in a lockout year. So I got drafted. I got handed a playbook, and I was like, all right, go figure it out yourselves, right? And because of that, I mean, I made connections that will always be there in New Orleans and felt like they embraced me so easily. How could I not look to do something for them? The God is Love Foundation, God right? God is Love. Well, you, you started that with your wife. And you guys, I know you donated over six figures. It was like $120,000. To the Crescent City Corps. Being able to team up with them and, and the leadership training, the anti-racism training, the, the community, uh, community involvement we've been able to integrate into the training with the NOPD and Crescent City Corps, which is a complete third-party, you know, non-bipartisan uh, situation 5013C uh, that comes in out of the goodness of their hearts trying to just help the city surrounding. Um, it's been phenomenal work to be a part of it and see the mindset and the hearts change of these, have these you officers. Seen it? Have you seen it? Man, I've sat, sat, right in the, sat right in the workshops. I mean, it's one thing to like see it on a Zoom or see like just clips. Being able to be part of that like first or second meeting and then coming in every couple of meetings to be, sit down, talk to these officers, sit down, being able to talk to some community community members. Uh, you talk bringing in community leaders that are just frustrated. You see the frustration in the faces. You see what they've been through and, and push that on, on the uh, on the officers, on the, uh, the on the officers that, they, that are in training. Right. You see how they feel from that. You see how they grow from that. And it's that growth that's going to make us better as community. 
it's that that bond that we're able to process and become better. I mean, that's why it's so awesome to be to have this acknowledgement of the uh, Walter Payton Man of the yeah. Year because it spotlights the work that's being done, whether it be United Way with Hurricane Ida when we were displaced and how we were able to come back and give back, you know, the tarps to be on houses, the water, et cetera, to Crescent City Corps. It's like, you know, that this this head nod gives Walter Payton Man, Man of the Year. That That's awesome for me, but at the same time, that's nationwide putting in actual dollars you know i see i think since they've been partnered with wpmoy they've donated something like a million and a half dollars right to the nominees which is only helping create more positive effects within their within the nominees given cities well listen uh you you took your time off the media now you're more than making up for it this week we appreciate your time and can't wait to do it again man i appreciate you for having me always remember nationwide is on your side Oh, look what she threw in there. Very, very, very good, Cam. Cam Jordan, he's a pro. Check out the latest lines in the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21, present in Colorado, Indiana, Illinois, or Pennsylvania to play gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jaws, Ron Jaworski joins us. Just how good is Joe Burrow? And we're, we're so many so wrong about Matt Stafford. We'll get into that next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live at Radio Row. The great Ron Jaworski, who, of course, between NFL Films, ESPN, of course, played in the Super Bowl in his own right with the Philadelphia Eagles. He'll join us in a second on behalf of the good folks at Mueller. But first, let me get you Dan Byer with a quick update on trade deadline yeah, day. Big one in the NBA. Sixers sending Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks to the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden as part of the deal. Harden opting in on the final year of his contract for next season. 76ers head coach Doc Rivers actually canceled practice today as the he deals were going down. <laughs> trade away his son-in-law, Seth uh, Curry. Christmas will be fun next year. Yes. Bucks are acquiring Clippers forward Serge Ibaka in a four-team deal that sends Dante DiVincenzo to the Sacramento Kings. Dallas has sent Kristaps Porzingis in a second-round pick to the Wizards in a deal that has Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans going to Dallas. Wizards also sending forward Montez Harrell, Montrez Harrell to the Charlotte Hornets. Celtics getting Derek White in a trade from the Spurs for Josh Richardson and a first-round pick, and then Boston dealt Dennis Schroeder to Houston. The Athletics says there's a gap between the Ravens and quarterback Lamar Jackson when it comes to the terms of his new contract. Check out the latest lines from the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says there's no change with the status of spring training right now, and the signs actually do agree on a universal DH. Doug, back to you. Universal DH. Wow. Okay. We're going to miss the Bartolo Colon trying to swing a, a, a baseball bat. The great Juan Jaworski joins us. Of course, play with the Rams. Played with the Eagles. You've seen him on Monday Night Football, the NFL Network, and ESPN. And no, no guy is more of a savant for the position of quarterback uh, than that of, of Jaws. Uh, Jaws, first, thanks so much for joining us. Are we going to talk about the Harden deal? Is, are we going to talk about the Harden deal? We can if you want. I love that. I, 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 when I heard the news about a half hour ago, I got. Ex- I live in Philly, so, yeah. you know, we got to move on. We got to move on from Ben Simmons as, you know, Sixer fans. I'm, th- I'm thrilled about this. I'm a, I'm a big Harden guy, I'm Joel Embiid. I, I, people in Philly got to be excited right now. I, I mean, anything's better than what they had. My only question yep. is Seth Curry in terms of you need shooting and volume of shooting, and they lost some volume. You got to give up some to get some, but it'll be it'll be uh, fascinating. Let, let, me, let me start with the playoffs because quarterback play. Yep. I mean, obviously, Josh Allen was amazing. Amazing. 
And in the same game, which they lost, which you can't lose a game or even send a game over time when you have 13 seconds to go. Uh, but Pat Mahomes was close to or equally outstanding. Then you go to the second half of the Bengals game. And, I mean, he just missed throws that he doesn't normally miss. He looked, and I talked to an NFL GM who said, like, that didn't look like the Kansas City team that we played. What happened? It wasn't, and it was a head-scratcher. You know, I'm watching that game on TV like everyone else is. Fantastic football game. The play before the half, in my opinion, kind of spooked Patrick Holmes, where they, they should have kicked a field goal, went up 24-10, in my opinion, at that point. They ran another play with five seconds to go. He throws out Tyreek Hill on the flat. Not a good decision. That ball's got to come out either complete in the end zone or incomplete if you want to kick the field goal. Right. I think they should have taken the points. He came out in the second half, and you imagine I'm kind of a wonk for football. You sure. know, I still look at all the tape, the all 22, pretty much as many games as I can do. Playoff games I do go through pretty intently so I can form an opinion. And you asked me about how do he play the second half. It was not the same Patrick Holmes I had seen at any time in his career. I don't know if that play before the half spooked him, but he made bad decisions. He had people open. He wasn't delivering the ball on time. His footwork and mechanics. Now, he's never been one of the guys you would be a, have as a poster right, boy for gotten, that. It's gotten better. It, it's gotten better, but it, they, deg- they, they, regressed. They, they regressed to that yeah. second half. And he just left plays on the field that... You know, I was never accustomed to seeing from Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what got in his head, um, but he wasn't the same guy. Bad decisions, bad throws, bad mechanics equals a loss. How is Joe Burrow able to do this? That, that offensive line was not, not good. And when you saw them get ready for, you know, you got the, the pass rush of, of the Chiefs. Say what you want about their defense. Pass rush is, is pretty nasty. Yep. How's he? How's he doing this? Like, what, is what is the secret sauce Doug, to Joe Burrow? Doug, he's tough. Yeah, he. I mean, he, he's a baby-faced assassin, man. You look at that guy, you go, that guy's not going to beat us. He looks like he's 16 years old in that helmet. Yeah. He gets on the field. His players believe in him. He's already proven to them that I don't care if the score is 21-3, 21-10. We got Joe Burrow. We got Jamar Chase. We got a plethora of wide receivers. Yeah. A little problem on the right side of the offensive line. Sure. But, you know, you never see or hear Joe say anything. He knows that he's going to make a play. The guy has incredible confidence. And I'll mention another thing, which is kind of interesting. Normally when you watch a game, how many people watch the sideline? Not many people, right? Right. Well, the All-22 that I look at, I can see both teams' sidelines. And there was something about that game in Kansas City. I watched that Bengals sideline. They were all up. They were on the side. Not all the time, but you know, they, most of the time, they were into the game. A lot of times, the offense takes a group down there, and they sit there, and they pull out their surface pad, and they're breaking things down while the defense out there changes up again. The Bengals were into that game. They, were, they, they generated incredible energy from that sideline. And I think a lot of that comes from Joe Burrow, because you know what Joe Burrow, you've always got a chance. We talk about the athletic skill. You know, I can talk all day about the type of throws he makes, the arming, all those things, which are fantastic. But there's something inside that guy that's intangibles that we always talk about that are in your heart, in your belly, and in your mind. And he has those intangibles. How do we think Matt Stafford's going to play against their defense? I think he'll play very good. Now, the most, probably this season long, the most underappreciated group of people I've seen in the league in every take 32 teams is a secondary for the Cincinnati Bengals. It is a really, really good group, and no one talks about them. They made some adjustments in the Kansas City game, by the way. You know, they, 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 they made some adjustments. They knew what the Chiefs were trying to do. They adapted to it, but that secondary is very, very good, and they'll create some problems for Matthew Stafford. All right, let me ask you about this Mueller home gym. 
okay, which you can, what, 220 oh, no, pounds of resistance? Doug, Doug, you'll, you'll look like an NFL player you start working out with this. You'll, you'll be fantastic. It's the smallest gym in the world. It weighs two pounds. You can throw it in your suitcase. You go to your hotel, get a complete workout. 220 pounds of resistance. I mean, it, it's a fantastic product. I was on it this morning. I was getting a workout and pumping them guns. Can't you tell? Getting ready for Pinehurst. I'm getting ready for Pinehurst. Yeah. You notice the shirt, right? Yeah. That's, always, that's always good. I like that, Doug. Uh, that, that's the Mueller home gym. I want to ask you, these young quarterbacks, um, we saw Herbert, and, I mean, the, the game against the Raiders was unbelievable. Yep. Uh, is that sustained? There were some questions year one, year two, is sustainable? Is Herbert sustainable? Burroughs, these young guys, are they here to stay? Uh, Herbert is absolutely sustainable. I, the, Joe Burrow, absolutely sustainable. Patrick Holmes, absolutely sustainable. I don't I have no problem with any of those guys. One guy that gives me a little bit of pause, Tua, I, 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 I need to see the arm strength. There's a certain, amount, there's a, a certain point in every game where you've got to make one of those gun throws and stick it between two defenders with, with great velocity. I don't see those throws from him. So I want to see you, you can develop arm strength. You can't get better at that. I want to see more of those throws out of Tua. It's about 50-50 in terms of the great quarterbacks where they stay in one place, right? Like a Dan Marino. Yep. Or they go like a Peyton Manning, like a Tom Brady. What do you think Aaron Rodgers does? I think he's going to stay. I think I, he's got to be disappointed the way that season ended. They, they were better than they played. you got to win that game at Lambeau Field. I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to walk out of you know, Green Bay and Lambeau Field and that community with that kind of performance. He's the, he's the best. He's Ron Jaworski. You see him on ESPN NFL Network. He's done Monday Night Football. The breakdown show is the preeminent breakdown show in all of football. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks for the uh, the handy, Jim. Feel free to leave that behind. I, I need to get a little ripped. And thanks for joining Go us. Go for it, Doug. Uh, that's the Go great Sixers, by Ron, the way. Ron Jaworski. <laughs> Max Crosby joins us on set. Talk some Raiders. Next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out the latest lines in the world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. President of Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Let's catch up with Max Crosby, second team All-Pro. What an amazing season the Raiders had. Max joins us here on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Look, I, I, you're a, a real dude, an emotional dude. And uh, what, what was that like when the guy who... Helped get you there, keep you there. Mike Mayock uh, was relieved of his duties. What, what what were those emotions like? Yeah, you know, that's the hard thing about the NFL. You know, it's a business at the end of the day. So there's going to be new people in and out all the time. Um, and you get emotionally, you know, you get closer to certain people. And, um, you know, Mayock, is, he did so much for me and my family, um, always looking out for me, even with my sobriety. He was a big part of, you know, helping me out and pointing me 
in the right direction. So um, I give so much credit to him um, on that end, and he just he's a good dude. So yeah, it hurts, um, but it's part of the business. So unfortunately, you just got to keep you know keep moving forward and you know keep rolling with the punches. You mentioned your sobriety. Uh, obviously, you guys had a, a tragedy. You've had a couple other incidents. Then there was a Alvin Kamara incident over the weekend at mm-hmm. Pro Bowl. There are people that say like, hey, Vegas. That's a tinderbox, right? What what was it for you? What what was the what was the I need help moment for you that told you you that you needed to go get get help a couple years ago? Yeah, it was like uh, honestly like an accumulation of just bad decision making, being tired, being sick of the same thing over and over. Um, it started in high school, honestly. Like it just progressively got worse and worse so once you get a little bit more freedom a little bit more money a little things like that you know it just gets worse and worse um and it just got to a point where I was so tired um of the same thing over and over the same cycle that literally just looked myself in the mirror was like I need help um and I just you know I reached out to my girlfriend reached out to my agent got all those people on board obviously the you know Mayock and people with the Raiders they were a big part of that as well so um, yeah, you know, it just got to a point where it was just too much. My life was unmanageable, so I needed needed uh, to get help. What was the what was the what was the hardest conversation to have in, in those? There was a ton, you know. Obviously, um, at that time, you know, I was just coming off a rookie year, a, a great year, you know, for me, and you know, having my dad, my mom, crying, you know, worried about me, um, having Coach Gruden, who at that time. Um, you know, was my number one fan and always hyped me up and things like that. And now I'm going into rehab and just having him on the phone. Um, it was tough. You know, it's just uh, it makes you look back and be appreciative of everything that I have, you know, going forward and all the things that I do have, you know, just accomplishments, things like that are cool. But I, I can look back and, and really be appreciate, you know, appreciate all those things because um, you can lose it all in the snap of a finger. So, you know, it's. It's tough, for sure. Is it harder in Vegas? Um, I wouldn't say so. You know, for me, when I lived in Ypsilanti, Michigan, in college, I found a way to find trouble. When I lived in Texas, it's the same thing. Um, You know, I got that personality. um, That's a part of who I am. So, yeah, for me, it doesn't matter where I'm at. Um, Obviously, though, Vegas is, you know, amplified in a way. But, you know, I stay far off in the suburbs, and I'm away from everything. So I don't. You know, I don't really do too much. It's been it's been cold in here all week. They're pumping the air conditioning. Plus, I think I'm underneath the vent. But it got yeah. especially cold when you walked up with all that ice <laughs> that that's going that's going on here. Yeah, the necklace, the watch, the the, the bracelet. Bro, you yeah. know, L.A., there's been a bit of a crime spree. I, I'm not trying to take anything off Max Crosby, but you got to be careful. You're wearing like a million dollars on you. I wouldn't say a million, but, yeah, you know, L.A. is uh, LA's been going through it, I heard. But, you know, I'm well protected. And you know, every year I, I always get something, you know, a piece of jewelry or, you know, something just to kind of simulate, you know, just award myself for, you know, the season. Okay. Uh, how, how, did you, how did you guys do this thing? I, was, I actually went to the Washington game. Yep. And that was a tough one, right? You lose on a field. You guys miss a field goal, lose on a field goal. Yep. And I'm, I walked out of the stadium thinking to myself, that's it. It was a nice little run. You know, Basachi kind of got him going for a couple games. But now the reality, you just lost so many guys. You lose John Gruden. You lose your play caller. It's just not. How did you guys, how did you pull it off and even make it to the playoffs? Yeah, you know, uh, once we played Kansas City at their place, we lost like 48 to 9 or something. Um, and it kind of, we got to a point, it was like a crossroads. It was like, listen, we could either just book it, call it a year, and get ready for next year, 
or we can make a decision and go out there and show up and continue to work and believe in what the coaches are giving us. And that's what happened. You know, we were taking taking it one one game at a time, and it was literally playoff mode for the last month of the season. So um, it was an incredible time, incredible run um, that we had. And it's just unfortunate that it had to end the way it did. But, you know, I'm so proud of everybody in that building. All right, let's go to that Charger game. Yeah. I can't imagine because because the TV was focusing on how exhausted their wide receivers are. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, the defensive line. <laughs> yeah. How how many snaps did you play that game? I played total, including like field goal block and stuff like that, like over 90 snaps. What's what's that like when the adrenaline wears off the next day? You're saying the next day? Yeah, or when, whenever the adrenaline wears off, and all of a sudden, like the level of fatigue had to be. Unlike anything else, because incredible, because you're not just playing the snaps and not just the game and just the overtime, but everything that's in stake and the intensity of that game. You could feel it through the television set. Oh, the yeah. Intensity of that game. Yeah. You know, that's it. I kind of give it to, you know, my training and my recovery and all that, because I prepared all offseason continuously for the moments like that. Um, so once I got to that moment, there was no. All right, am I in good enough shape to just go? And like, I knew in my head, I was like, "This is everything I work for. This is where I want to be. The biggest games." Um, so just mentally, I had to make a decision. I feel like our whole D line, we were all dead, but we knew there was we're not losing the game. We couldn't at home against the Chargers to get in the playoffs. We had to show up. So yeah, you know, we took it upon ourselves. It was it was ugly. You know, it wasn't the prettiest way to win, but we found a way and we we kept fighting. And you know, I got to give got to give a ton of credit to my teammates on uh, that. You're bold enough to talk. Talk about your own uh, alcohol rehab. I know that's part of the app, which is called Reframe. What, what yep. is what is Reframe? Yeah, Reframe, you know, it's it's the number one sobriety app in the world. Um, it basically just gives people a community, um, gives people tools, you know, to stay sober. Um, and if you are drinking or trying to get sober, um, it gives you those, gives you basically a guideline of what you need to do and, and to help you in any way they can. So they do an incredible job, and sobriety is the reason I'm here today. Um, and it's just something, you know, I, I saw and I fell in love with. So I'm excited to work with them. There's somebody listening to this show who knows somebody or is that person that feels like they're drinking too much or they, they want to get out of that, that, that cycle. How do, you, how do you go from that place to admitting I got a problem or downloading this app and pressing that? How, what, what, what would your advice be to that person or to that person who knows somebody who has that, who might have that issue? Yeah, you know, for me, it's, you know, nowadays a lot of people, you know, they have their own battles. Um, they go through a lot of different things. Um, so I can't speak specifically on everyone's situation, but I know that a part of my duty is breaking the stigma of people being scared to talk about their feelings. Or as a man, I'm a grown man playing the NFL. A lot of people don't like to talk about their feelings or what they've gone through or have the pride to have too much pride to talk about, yeah, I have a problem. I need help. I can't do it by myself. Um, that's why I'm here because, you know, I feel like that's, you know, God put me on earth to not only be a football player and inspire people, but inspire people off the field and help them, you know, in any way I can. So that's one thing I'll say is just, you know, there's never – every conversation matters, um, and there's always people out there to help you, and, you know, we're, we're going to be here for them. The app is called Reframe, R-E-F-R-A-M-E. Download it and try it and ask for help. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. Pleasure's all mine. That's the great Max Crosby joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next hour, we'll try and dig back into NBA trade deadline stuff with, hold on, wait real quick. We have a Lakers update. Here's the Lakers moves of the day. Okay, so now let's get ready for uh, for next hour. That was a joke. Um, uh, Deion Sanders going to join us. 
Ryan Leaf's going to join us. Micah Parsons going to join us. Justin Herbert uh, in the third hour. Alexander Madison and uh, comedian Anthony Anderson. Plus, we'll get in some of this uh, NBA yak, at, at, NBA yak as well. Let me just real quickly on the NBA trade. I, I, I'm not as down on Philadelphia. Philadelphia's move. I mean, look, if you're going to have James Harden as a great offensive player and a terrible defensive player, you got to have somebody to defend the rim. The Sixers have that, right? They have that. They also have some weapons for him to get the basketball to and play with. Not just Joel Embiid, uh, but Tobias Harris as well. And Matisse Thybul gives them yet another 3 and D defensive player as well. I just don't think they have the overall shooting. And I'm not a big believer in James Harden in the playoffs because he only plays one end. But you know, I mean, it's really literally the opposite of what Ben Simmons brought them. As for the Nets, if if Kyrie's able to play home and road, if Kevin Durant's healthy, if all these things work out, I think that the Nets potentially could come out of the East. All right, uh, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders joins us. That's upcoming next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. 